Kentucky lacrosse. Lacrosse is still a pretty new sport for you guys out there, right? Yeah, it's it's definitely new. So originally, well, I went to high school in a city called Louisville, and lacrosse is it's pretty big in Louisville. And then I, I went to college in Kentucky, and lacrosse is kind of big in Lexington is the city there. But uh, it's interesting. So lacrosse actually is not a real sport in Kentucky. There is no like KHS AA's, like the Kentucky High School Athletic Association. Lacrosse is not a sport. So it's it's all club high school. So we actually have two state championships. Yeah. And there is the Louisville state champion, and then there's the Lexington state champion. Huh. And from what I've learned talking to kids and coaching kids is neither one of them knew about the other one until <laughs> they got to college and talked about it. So they both thought they were like – the, the the hot shit on the block but it turns out you know there was a there's one more game they should have played that never happened that's that's actually pretty funny yeah no here in maryland we don't really uh don't really have that issue yeah so speaking of you know getting started in lacrosse so how did you get started playing out in kentucky so i originally i'm a football player at heart mm-hmm. so i i played didn't play a lick of lacrosse in high school played high school football Really wanted to play somewhere, you know, got some looks, got some preferred walk-ons. Ended up going to this little country bumpkin school that sucks, by the way. Campbellsville University. Campbellsville University in Kentucky. Horrible school. (laughs) Anyway, got recruited to go play quarterback there. You know, NAIA, they lie to you. They tell you you something it's not. Mm -hmm. I was stoked. I went there, went out a summer early practice with the quarterback coach. I tried to ball out and play some quarterback. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, I'm about six feet tall, yeah. probably one, 160 at the time. And I was a little string bean kid. Uh, a week into summer camp, they bring in this like 6'4", 240-pound transfer. And I, I realized I would never see the field ever again. So I decided I'm going to go to a, a big school and have some fun, party yeah. a little bit. Mm-hmm. So my first semester at Kentucky, partied a little bit, had a good time, the, the way you're supposed to do college. Exactly. And then a buddy of mine, his name's Harrison. Shout out to Harrison. What a great kid, classic guy. He, uh, he was like, yo, man, I'm going to walk on to the lacrosse team. And I just, like, kind of laughed at him there for a little bit. And I was like, okay. Like, in my mind, that was going to be really, like, something that was a real challenge because, you know, you got the stick, you got the head, you got all this thrown. There's all this. I was like, brother, that's something else. And yeah. he's all like, nah, I got it. And at the time I was getting chubby yeah, from all the, from all my beverage consumption. So <laughs> I was like, I tell you what, I will 
work out with you and I'll, I'll run your suicides. I'll do some little footwork drills with you. Get back into like good shape. Yeah. And did that for about a week. And I was like, you know what? I'm buying me a stick. So I rolled into Walmart, got me a little $30, like middle school kid stick. That's it's actually shorter than a regular stick. Started with that. Did a little wall ball. First shot I ever shot flying right over that thing. <laughs> Sent it. So I, I started practicing a little bit, started having fun. Then he told me you could just straight up lay into people. As long as your hands were together and you went like knuckles first, you could just crush kids. Yeah. And I was like, all right, I'm about it. So started playing with him. Talk my way into a tryout, basically. And and I feel really bad. I, I destroyed a kid. I destroyed a young man. Uh, had to had to make a name for myself. <laughs> since since then, we've, we've become buddies. He's he's good. At the time, I just wanted to hit somebody. And they, they gave me a spot. And then after that, they taught me how to play. Subbing was the hardest part to get down, was the uh, knowing when and where to sub. Yeah. That's a, it's a really interesting story. I mean, it's super cool to hear people, you know, getting into the sport at a young age and you know, being able, you know, to pick up the sport easily, especially, you know, a natural athlete like yourself. It is really cool to hear that. Um, yeah, so my my lacrosse background is a little bit different. Um, born and raised in Baltimore. Uh, got my first fiddle stick at like two years old. Played for Kelly Post. Shout out Kelly Post. Um yeah, played for them up until about 12, 13 years old. Took a break for a little bit because um, I had elbow surgery. Um, and then junior year of high school, uh, I really missed the sport. I was playing two years of golf before that. Got back into the sport, got back in net like I always had and um, played for Gilman School. And, you know, obviously playing two years, you don't really get any offers or any serious offers. Yeah, you know, you'll get the random email from some small D2 school, like saying, Hey, come to our showcase, but that's not really an offer. Um, and then, you know, just was applying to schools and, you know, every single school I looked at, uh, they all had club lacrosse at, 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 to some extent. And, you know, I was looking forward to playing that. Uh, and I ended up at Villanova, you know, definitely a different vibe than, uh, some of my buddies who are out playing D1, uh, you know, much more relaxed, which is awesome. Um, but also at the same time, like, the level of play, I, I, I came in to play club lacrosse and I was, you know, expecting it to be kind of low level, to be honest. Um, sorry if my teammates are listening to this. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know, I ended up being pleasantly surprised. A lot of the guys, you know, kind of come from somewhat similar backgrounds, I guess, where, you know, they played lacrosse their entire life and they all went to, you know, top 25 schools. And so the, the level of play is good. There's some guys who can absolutely rip the ball and, you know, I've got some great stick skills and, you know, it, it ended up being the right fit for me. Would you say like, it's kind of the same for you? Like where a lot of those guys are, you know, come from lacrosse backgrounds at, at Kentucky or is it? Yeah. Yes. And no would be the answer to that one. We have most, most of our guys are local guys and local mm -hmm. being Louisville and Lexington. I feel like the majority of kids that are from Louisville actually go to Kentucky mm -hmm. and vice versa, yeah. but Kentucky's definitely the, the better place to be as compared to Louisville. Yeah. But a lot of Louisville kids go to Kentucky. A lot of Lexington kids go to Kentucky. And, you know, St. X, St. Xavier, they 
they play some lacrosse, and then there's another school here called uh, the Trinity Shamrocks or whatever. They yeah. play some pretty good lacrosse, and those are some two pretty serious schools. Those kids are like the uh, like middle school flow, Sperry's, Nike Elites to the Knees type kids that like actually play lacrosse that are pretty yeah. good. Yeah. And so there's there's some ballers, and then there's there's a few just nonchalants that are just out yeah. there because it's cool. Yeah. But yeah. For, for the most part, the the biggest culture shock for me was uh, day one of tryouts. Yeah. When I had to pass and catch left-handed, I was not prepared for that one. <laughs> that moment, I think, really segues perfectly into my next question. So what was your welcome to the NCLL moment? There's a few. I would say uh, my first lacrosse game ever Yeah. was a, we were playing against Indiana, and we pulled up to their field and their grass. They, play, they played at a public park. That was one of them. Uh, and I and and I'm not trying to hit on Indiana. It was because of COVID that they couldn't play on their fields. But yeah. it was it was, and I and they balled. They they put it to us. They're pretty good, you know. Those northern kids that played at a public park. <laughs> the grass was well well over three inches everywhere. For some reason, midway between the edge of the box and the crease, there was just a, a pile of what I would call golf course sand that was being flattened out during warmup while also the lines were being painted. That was, that was probably the, like, what the fuck have I gotten myself into moment was like, they're over here fixing a divot on our side of the field during warmups. Yeah. And, and that game was, that game was something that game was something. Yeah. That's, that's, that's kind of the league. Um, yeah. I didn't, we didn't have a game at all this year because of COVID Villanova wasn't letting club sports practice at all through the fall or, you know, it wasn't until, you know, late March where we could host practice or it's either late March or April um, where we could host practices and have tryouts and all that stuff. But I'd say for myself, it was definitely the first time I showed up at practice. So I walk over to West Campus at Villanova, head over to the soccer complex. You know, I rock up, there's probably about 10 dudes there. We're all just sticking around, warming up, shooting, passing, all that stuff. And our our coach rocks up. Mind you, we don't have a coach. Our coach is a senior who played club lacrosse at one point and, you know, still wants to be involved with the program, but doesn't really have time to be, you know, practicing. I know how, I know what you mean. We got a, we got one of them. Yeah, one of them too. Yeah. Yeah, we got one uh, of them. Yeah, he rocks up. He's wearing a, a Vineyard Vines t-shirt with a pocket in it. Uh, he's got a pack of Marlboro Reds in it. He's got a case of Bud Light Platinum. He's got a whistle around his neck. <laughs> and uh, he walks up to me. He's like, how's it going, bud? My name's Matt. Nice to meet you. Uh, <laughs> Matt. Yeah. Um, it was definitely a shock. Uh, I mean, I knew we didn't have a coach, but I thought it was just going to be like captain's practices. I didn't think we'd have like a coach in air quotations. You know, he was a goalie just like myself. Um, so, you know, we always had some fun chat about that kind of stuff. But... Dude, y'all are a different breed. Yeah. <laughs> y'all are a different breed. I would I would put y'all in the same category as like major league pitchers and <laughs> offensive linemen. Yeah. And like and like people that work in the pits yeah. and change tires for Formula One cars. Like yeah. those are the jobs nobody wants to do. But like if you don't have really good people there, you're gonna go downhill fast. And that like hats off to those guys. Like honestly. Yeah, big no. respect. Big. Re I'm not stepping in that goal. I'm not gonna get in there. Thank you guys. 
yeah, it's uh, it's a tough job, but it takes a certain type of person to want to do that. Getting hit in the shins is not a fun experience. Um, I remember in high school, uh, we were at, it was a winter practice. We were indoors, and this kid who's committed to Brown at the time just took a shot. It was probably like 95 miles an hour and just went right into my shin. And my leg was like swollen for like next week. It was just absolutely disgusting. And the day after too, I had to go play a hockey game. Um, it was it was the absolute worst. It's awful. But as you keep getting hit in the shins more and more, you start getting desensitized to it. And even it'll get to the point where you're, you know, you're absolutely destroying your nerve endings where some goalies and even some face-off guys, um, they don't have feelings in their shins. So what position are you playing? You're I am I am gonna run midi. Uh, probably probably gonna run that D mid two way style. Yeah, there you go. Uh, we'll 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 take some reps though. We'll take some reps. I re- I really just want to like go in there and hit somebody. I really don't care. Like a position that's you know in the dirt, like you know hard. I will purposely let somebody else on the other team scoop a ground ball. Just so I can rock them as soon as they bring their head up. Like, that's now, of course, I'm saying all this. Someone's going to come out and headhunt me, and I'm all for it. I'm number 33. I play for Kentucky. Come get it. But, yeah. like, yeah. hopefully, but like, listening to this right now. <laughs> but, like, that is that is the most fun thing to do. I think, you know, I'm not like good at lacrosse by any means. So I, I need to be physical and. That is that is the position for me. It's defensive yeah. midfield. Club lacrosse is the way to go. And this is if anybody's like a high school player and they really want to go D one. And not, no offense to like your dreams or anything, but you're you're not like. I understand <laughs> if you are, but majority not. You know, instead of waking up at five a.m. every morning and getting out there and hitting the wall for three hours and throwing up three fifteen on the bench, got your like four oh five four eighty five squat. Like that is great for you. You yeah. probably you probably look like some sort of Zeus figure, but it is not the life. I yeah. played college athletics legitimately. It blew. It blew so hard. Yeah. Like Riley Reed blowing. But like Club Lacrosse, if I can get this point across from this podcast, it is the best thing you can do. You're an Ill, illegitimate college athlete. So yeah. you can reap all the benefits and get zero of the responsibility. And it is the life. I just feel like if you're not from an area that has a super strong lacrosse, you know, it's not a hotbed, you know, you're going to have a lot of trouble making it to play D1. You know, obviously there are some guys that, you know, do break the mold. Um, because they are just genuinely really good players and, you know, sure those guys exist, but that's, you know, the minority. Most people I think are going to be ending up, you know, D3, D2, and there's nothing wrong with D3. I've got some issues with D2. Uh, sorry to any <laughs> D3 players out there. Um, yeah. D3, like, you know, you got some great teams, you know, Salisbury, Tufts, Middlebury, Stevenson, all these mm-hmm really good uh, schools for athletics just absolute powerhouses um but also at the same time some of these schools for d3 um 
are not the best academically as well. And I mean, if you're playing D3, for the most part, you're going as an athlete to help you get into the school. So you can. Yeah, I'd agree with you there. That's not a shot at Stevenson or anything. At like Stevenson. Yeah, like eighty. I'd say eighty percent of Division three students are athletes. There's another. There's a Division three school in Lexington, and mm-hmm. when we talk to some of these high school kids, not saying we like talk to high school kids about coming to play club because that's wrong, yeah. but when we talk to these high school kids, uh, they're like, "Yeah, I'm thinking about blank other school in Lexington. They're D three. I know y'all are just club. I hate it when they say just club." Because, I mean, and I'm not new. I'm new to lacrosse, so I, I'm not sure. But I know if, if we went to – and some of those Division three schools you named, I have no clue who they are. Yeah. Uh, and you probably named, like, the top dogs. Yeah. But if somebody from that school and somebody from, let's even say, like, Clemson lacrosse, their, their club, right? Yeah, their club. They go to L.A. and they're yeah. out and they're about and they're chirping at birds. And one of them says, I play lacrosse at Clemson. Yeah. And the other one says, I play lacrosse at uh, random division three school. Yeah. This person is just going to assume that the Clemson player is better. Now they might not be, and they might be, but it is, it's a bigger school and there's, there's more clout behind that if that's where you want to go. So when we, when we talk to these kids and and I'm just like, Hey man, like, why would you want to spend, let's say, not even four, let's say like 12 to 20 hours a week yeah. grinding at this school nobody 100 miles away has ever heard of? Yeah. Or, or you could spend eight hours a week just having fun with the boys. Yeah. And it'll be, it's something that you can, you can be proud of. Yeah. Like, there's a, there's a shop, shout out to Gus's Chicken. And Lexington, they have like Lynn Bowden, who's the quarterback at Kentucky, his mm-hmm. helmet up there. And then our former head coach, mm-hmm. he played lacrosse at Kentucky. His helmet is up there right next to like yeah. the starting SEC quarterback is a, is a club lacrosse helmet. And yeah. it's, it's treated in Lexington like a, like a legitimate sport. Yeah. And we get like fan support and, and like the, because there's a stigma about being a student athlete, like yeah. the student backpack, student shoes, the student stuff. Yeah. Like, and I'm sure y'all do all that and we do all that. Yeah. But it just, it means something. It means something to be a part of something. Yeah. And I, I think a, a bigger school, although it's club, at least in my experience, carries that same respect. Mm-hmm. And I know like when I hear people say like club lacrosse or like people's merch, they have to put club lacrosse. Yeah. I'm like, dude, why? Like it's still the lacrosse team on this at the school. Now I understand in y'all's case, y'all have a, yeah, yeah we have to put club on our, you stuff. have to put club cause you have a, a real one, but, but we're, like, we're very proud of the club lacrosse stuff. We yeah. Got, uh, we got some Lululemon stuff. Um, when we, that's have, filthy. Yeah. We, <laughs> we reached out to Lululemon and uh, our team president uh, told them we were the varsity lacrosse team. Um, so uh, varsity club lacrosse team. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, I have no issue with us being club. Like we are genuine, like anybody, you talk to anybody on the East coast and, you know, 
yeah, club lacrosse is going to get shut down by a lot of people. And I mean, so what, you know, I really don't give a shit. I'm having fun doing it. Who gives a shit? Um, That's true. Yeah. As long as you're happy, you know, it doesn't really matter what anybody else thinks. And fair play. Yeah. Um, but you ball. Yeah. <laughs> but we ball. We ball. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, some of our guys could have easily gone to play D3. And I mean, it doesn't really matter. I mean, we couldn't, we can't beat a D3 team, like a top D3 team. And why but, do you think that is, though? Do you think I mean, that's because y'all aren't as organized or are they just that much better? It's, it comes down to like, you know, multiple factors. It comes down to one, we're, we're practicing like what we have practices are normally like two hours or something like that. And, you know, we practice twice a week. It's a little bit tougher there. Um, and then we also got, you know, depth. That's, that's one thing. It's kind of tough when you're, you're not, I mean, you're not recruiting guys. And I think, yeah, sure. There are some club teams out there that, that can recruit like, you know, cause they are genuinely good schools, like, you know, UCLA, Chapman, South Carolina, Clemson, all these schools that are just ridiculously good for club lacrosse and can easily hang with D3 teams. Like, yeah, go ahead, recruit MCLA, go for it. You know, but the NCLL, like whoever shows up for tryouts that year and makes a team is who we got. Right. Um, and that varies every year. I mean, we're lucky that I think something like 30% of the student bodies from New Jersey, um, another really popular lacrosse area. So we get a lot of, a lot of guys from there. Um, and also some long Island guys. So guys who have been playing lacrosse their entire life, but you know, it's just nowhere near the depth of talent. Um, also coaching. Sure. We have, we don't really actually, no, we don't have any set plays. Um, at least. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, I don't even know lacrosse plays. If you yeah. like, you got your pick and roll, yeah. you got your, uh, I mean, your, your classic one, two, yeah. but, but other than that, I could yeah. not tell you a single play. Yeah. No. In in high school, we had like seven coaches. So we had, you know, guys writing up plays and all that stuff. And you know, I had the, the privilege to play under one of the greatest high school lacrosse coaches of all time, uh, John Nostrant, and you know he was incredible. Um, we, I, I mean, I don't know how many plays we have written up because I'm not an attackman and I never studied them. I was just in net. I was a, like a practice squad goalie. Um, but you know, at Villanova right now, at least to my knowledge, we have nothing. Um, the other factor is also um, just how seriously we take it. You know, we're there for fun. We're not there. To I have- agree. Yeah. So another another issue I would think that no, no lacrosse anywhere in any division brings yeah. in money. No, there, it's, it's a loss. It's a loss. Even at Duke, North Carolina, that it's it's a loss. They're not making money at all. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it's just a loss. And like you're still paying these coaches a lot of money mm-hmm. to be there, and that's something like that's a good investment. Mm-hmm. And like at at the D three, even NAIA. Are you familiar with NAIA? Yeah. So like they have lacrosse now. Really? And I, like I they yeah they they have like about I think it's about eight schools around me that I know of that have lacrosse. Uh, the only reason I know this is because I was we need to build a schedule and I've been googling lacrosse teams. Mm-hmm. I mean, but nobody nobody gains money in a yeah. single lacrosse season at all. It's always negative. And that's one of the big reasons I feel that lacrosse is going to grow huge yeah. in a middle school, high school yeah. setting 
as opposed to more colleges taking it up. Because, I mean, the way – I mean, colleges are just a money suck as it is. Yeah. And, like, to get – to get, I mean, you got to pay a coach more yeah. than 60 a year. Yeah. More than 60. And that's a lot. And then if you're making it a sport, you got to add some sort of scholarships. And if you do that because of Title IX, you got to add some sort of girls' scholarships. you got to yeah. pay that coach at least 60. And, like, now, now it's just a big money pit for what – so some kids can throw some sticks and some balls. Yeah. And like, that's why like we, and we being the lacrosse community, more importantly, the club lacrosse community, mm-hmm. the more seriously we take it, yeah, the more legitimate or like legit, whatever the word you want to make it legitimized. There we go. Did we, did we just forge that word or is that already out there? Yeah, that's, a, that's a real word. Oh, look at me. I'm big grammar. Shout out to university of Kentucky education. <laughs> But uh, the the more that word we can be, yeah, you know the the better off we we have chances of you yeah. know re- yeah. receiving some money from schools, and it needs to start from a player standpoint. Yeah, but it also needs to start from like you know coaching standpoint, and at the same time, you it, you, you can get the best of both worlds. You can mm-hmm. party, you can have a good time, you can play lacrosse, and you can also play lacrosse legitimately. Yeah. And I guess every every school is gonna have that that I guess battle between are yeah. we gonna get serious or are we gonna have fun? And like I feel like the whole idea of MCLA and NCLL is f- like flirting with that line. Yeah. And there there's kind of some fun in that, mm-hmm. but there's also some frustration in that. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think the way lacrosse is gonna grow is 100% gonna be through, you know, starting at the young ages like because right now lacrosse is the fastest growing sport in the country um so as you know more and more start to play lacrosse and go through high school we're going to get more and more kids coming up and you know more and more talent coming through and better coaches and all that stuff um and you're going to see more and more schools start to add lacrosse as a varsity sport and we've seen it in recent years with, you know, Michigan, you know, Utah, plenty of these schools are, are going from the MCLA to, you know, to division one. Um, and even then you got, you know, division two teams moving up to division one, like Merrimack and, you know, it's really. Yeah. It's cool to see. Yeah. And I also definitely think that with, as we learn more and more about concussions and, you know, CTE, um, football numbers are going to be going down because, you know, parents don't want their kids getting, you know, absolutely destroyed and, you know, ruining their brains. And I think a lot of people are going to be going to other sports like lacrosse, soccer, all these, but I definitely think um, lacrosse is, you know, it's going to be a, a huge sport one day. And, you know, I know we're kind of in our own little bobble in, you know, the United States and Canada. Um, but, you know, we just heard a couple of days ago in, you know, lacrosse is being added to the Olympics. Now it's not the same version of lacrosse. We know it's six on six, kind of similar to rugby sevens to anybody who's familiar with that. Um, I've got my own gripes with sixes. I think it's just West Jenny. Um, that's it's, it's just West Jenny. It's West Jenny that somebody said, hey, let's turn this into a sport. Um, you it's know, box. 
with field rules. It's not even box, at least in box. Like there's a whole different aspect to it. There's a whole different level of creativity. I mean, yeah, you're going to see some creative stuff, but for the most part, what I think is going to happen because it's, you know, all shorties is it's just going to be a lot of just shots and peppering the goalie. Um, You know, shout out to those guys. Um, Those goalies, those guys are going to get absolutely destroyed. Yeah. Like at least in box, you have a smaller net and, you know, the goal, you know, goalies, I've played box lacrosse and hockey goalie. Like, you know, at least they have one more padding and two, you know, they take up more space in the net. So it's more competitive, but that's, that's driven, you know, players to get creative and, you know, come up with some wild shots versus, you know, I think this is just going to be guys just ripping it. Um, ripping it low, ripping it high, whatever, you know, cause there's going to be a lack of um, lack of defense and most big plays are going to stem from saves from goalies i think um yeah but it's good for the sport it grows the game internationally um you know i definitely think some some countries are going to be really good at it specifically countries like sweden and you know countries where hockey is really popular because those two sports translate really well all right i got one for you sure let's hear it okay your answer cannot be hockey but yeah lacrosse culture is similar to to what sport what's the most uh, it's because it's an open-ended it's an opinionated answer yeah. is what i'm looking for but you yeah, cannot yeah. say hockey because i feel they're too similar they're so, too similar, but also at the same time they are pretty different we'll get murph on here soon um the founder of the hockey house podcast um and you know hopefully get glick and fits on too and we can have a little debate about hockey versus lacrosse um <laughs> can you ice skate yeah you can ice skate you can yeah. ice skate yeah. i've gone ice skating once yeah. With this chick, and I, I, I have grabbed onto the wall the whole time. Yeah. Completely embarrassed myself. Yeah. Got probably got blocked on snap. Never heard from her ever again. But brutal. You know, sometimes, oh. sometimes you just gotta, you gotta, you gotta do it. To find out you're not good at it. Yeah. No, but I, I think the most similar culture. I really don't know because it's it's so un, unique. I don't know. What's another like preppy sport? I don't know. I'm going to, I'm throwing it. My opinion would be, I'd throw it up there with baseball Baseball. and not, not on the sense of like, it's all like uppity, but it's, it's real clicky. Like baseball guys, they're all butt buddies. Like they all, like they're all holding each other's hands, feet, like spoon feeding each other at dinner. Like baseball buddies stick together forever for they're for lifers. And like, they're that's, that's, that's like a tight niche brotherhood. That's like more than a fraternity. Yeah. Is, is the baseball brothers baseball and like i feel like that's similar to lacrosse not as touchy-feely as baseball players but you know like still like they still bro it out you know like there's no like hand holding or like butt grabbing but there's still like that that like brotherhood there no offense to baseball yeah no um i would say probably like soccer kind of like i think in terms of like the community like they rep their shit everywhere they go um yeah you know, their team bags all that stuff and you know if you got a lacrosse backpack you know in maryland whether it's like fca or loonies or team 91 or your high school if you guys get team backpacks like then yeah you're repping that shit um you know i also think kind of basketball in a sense too um in terms of like 
off court, you know, and off field, just dicking around with each other all the time. I feel like one thing, and I mean, you always see, you know, the basketball guys are all hanging out together and same thing goes with lacrosse too. But I mean, if hockey was the, it was not, or if hockey, if hockey was on the table, you would say hockey. Absolutely. But this is really thrown me for a loop. Um, I know that's what I was. That's somebody hit me this the other day. They, yeah. I don't remember what, what the situation was, but the kid was like, what's it like playing? Like, well, what's the sport most similar to? And I was like, well, it's kind of like hockey. And he was like, I've never played hockey. And I was like, okay, well, uh, it's kind of like, yeah, like being in a fraternity. And he was like, he's like a high schooler, dude. So you don't know what that's like either. Yeah. And it's so I had to like really, really think about how I explain like the the pace of play of lacrosse and also like the culture of lacrosse too. Yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. it's something else. It's like the fishing community. <laughs> like I feel like people that fish know other people that fish. Yeah. It's it's tight knit. If you know somebody, they definitely know a lot. There's a lot of mutuals to say the least. Um, yeah, I would say in Lexington at least. Like, so I, I coached for this little team where we were the goal Rillas. Right. So we, we let them vote on the name. We were G O A L R I L L A Z. We were the gold Rillas. That's a pretty sweet team name. And like, I'll, I'll show you the penny. We'll, we'll throw it up on the, the Instagram or whatever. Yeah. But the penny, is, it's, it's King Kong and it says gold Rillas. And I coached them and they're, they're a great bunch of kids. They're from all different middle schools. If their middle school didn't offer lacrosse, they could play on our team. Mm-hmm. and I coached and I met the head coach of every high school in Lexington, the head coach of all the middle schools, like the old like guys I used to play, like the men's league guys. It's like the Illuminati in yeah. Lexington. The lacrosse community is the Illuminati. Like if you know somebody that plays, they know every other person that plays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's probably not like that up with you because like literally everybody and their sister's cousin plays but yeah, like i'd say but I, I think in the in the private school lacrosse community um everybody knows each other um because everybody plays club together so um yeah i'd say it's it's kind of like that but it's yeah it's a little different I, I guess at the same time like i rocked up to villanova and there was one kid who uh went to to towson high school um you know, which is not too far from me. I'm like, yeah, I went to Yeoman, but whatever, whatever. He's like, oh, do you know this kid? I'm like, yeah, I do. He's like, yeah, I'm childhood friends with him. So like it all like ends up, you know, kind of really similar as well. Um, but I think it's a little less Illuminati like uh, because everybody knows what's going on. See, it is, it is definitely the Illuminati in Lexington. Like there is like, there's no like social power anything yeah but like if you know somebody and you see them out like you don't there's no speaking it's just like the nod like you give them the nod and like i think it's it's a really cool thing Mm -hmm. to be a part of like the and i'm glad like they they welcomed me with open arms the lacrosse community like i literally like and i've probably like hit half of these people and they're all they're all about it and they're cool Another another banger of a of a question I had for you. Mm-hmm. All right, that when we decided we were going to do this, I wrote down some questions. So right, cool. I'm prepared. Little do did you believe I was prepared? 
but I didn't want to spring him on yet until we were yeah, live. At the beginning of the, like before we recorded, I asked him like, you got any questions? And he said, no, not really. Freshman year of high school. Yeah. You go, you go back in time from today and you see yeah. yourself walking into the freshman year. What are you saying? Here's the catch though. Here's yeah. the catch though. You can only speak in absolutes. Okay. So you have to basically give yourself advice with real things that happen. So like, for example, I, I went to this horrible school. I'll drop it again. Kimmelsville University, horrible school. My freshman year, I'd go to myself and be like, you're going to go to a horrible school called Kimmelsville University and you're not going to like it. See, yeah. that way, like I put that, I put that out there for mm -hmm. myself. So I was prepared for that. If I would have known I wasn't going to like it, yeah. it wouldn't have been such a hard decision yeah. to have like gone and done it. All right. I'd probably say to myself, you're going to absolutely hate high school golf. Um, as much as you enjoy playing golf in your free time and have fun playing it there, like you're going to absolutely hate it just because, you know, you're going to get so competitive about it that you're not going to have any fun playing it anymore. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, I would, I would tell myself you're going to be a lot more open-minded in college. Yeah. All right. That's all right. I got two more. I'm springing them on you. Let's go. Why? Okay. Do you, you've got your number yet or no? Uh, not yet, but I mean, I can tell you, I mean, I can go with my high school number or yeah. Or what know, is it? Number I plan on using. Um, my high school number was 30. And you want to rock 30? Either 30 or zero. Why? 30. Um, that's just so 30's always been like, you know, the traditional number for, for hockey goalies. And I really liked it. Um, and then zero just because it's a dope looking number on a jersey. All right. Fair. Fair. What fair. what's your number? I'm 33. Why'd you choose 33? I don't care what my number is. I'll get out there and rock it. Yeah. I want to I want to make the number look cool. I don't want the number to make me I don't want to have any expectations. Yeah. That's why you can't go like next year I think I'm going to rock 82. And yeah. like that was growing up racing motocross. That was my number. So like 82 nobody really wears that number yeah. and like there's no like it's not like the Syracuse 22 or yeah. it's not like wearing like 10 and playing Alabama football. It's like there's no, no connotation. Yeah. There's no con like you can make it what you want to make it. And yeah. you know, if, if you, if you screw it up for the next guy, then mm -hmm. he's got some work to do. All yeah. right. Last one, last one for you. If you weren't playing goalie, where yeah. would you want to be on the field? Uh, and, and why? I would like to be an attackman. Um, Cause I definitely could see myself as a right-handed just Bull dodging attackman, no left hand, um, just plowing through kids. Um, definitely that, or face off, because um, I've got a good reaction time. Good reaction time. All right, all right. That's it. This is not one I had written down, but this chick asked me last night. All right. What color? What color lightsaber would you rock? What color? What lightsaber would you rock? Oh, lightsaber. Oh, jeez. I know. I wasn't prepared, and she was like. She's not even like vibing like like she's like a like normal. I didn't think she would drop a like a Star Wars question on me. Yeah, yeah. Drop yeah. a Star Wars question on me. I told her I would give you mine off the jump. I gotta rock the blue. A, because it matches my eyes. Obviously, you gotta match. Two, Kentucky blue. Obviously. Yeah. Three, three. If you're gonna be smacking on the Sith, you definitely gotta clash. You gotta go like the blue red color clash. Mm -hmm. So, I'll I'll let you think about you know uh, your um, color saber, but. 
that was that was a wild one you know yeah. I, not everything needs to be all about the club lacrosse yeah definitely oh god That's i know you weren't prepared like, i'm gonna judge you so hard too off of this there's so many different lightsaber colors like did you play um what's it called uh yeah yeah there's like yellow white they have like orange. the, the yeah. black one the orange one. Oh yeah i know i know and i know the yeah i was prepared i was prepared I would like to think I would like blue just because I really, blue is my favorite color, um, but also black, like in the Mandalorian. Um, what's his face? Um, uh, Joe. <laughs> no. Um, did you did, did you watch the Mandalorian or no? No, I don't. I don't think Disney ruined Star Wars. Yeah, I kind of agree. The Mandalorian is really good, but I definitely do agree that they ruined um, the Skywalker saga. Um, it was that, that was painful to watch. Um, but that the black lightsaber, um, but it looks so cool. Like the inside of the the blade is black, and like the outside of it is like this white kind of like looks like lightning. It looks so bad. Oh, that's sick. All right, you want another story behind that? I'm about to nerd out on you. Yeah. So. And I, I might be wrong, and I, I doubt anybody that is listen, listens to this would know. Because yeah. you know, but uh, so apparently the saber crystals, right? That they and use, the, yeah, whatever you want to call them, dude. I'm, I don't know that. But uh, so the the stronger ones are like the the red ones are stronger. Yeah, and that's why like the Sith use them. That's why like Kylo Ren's is all like, like jiggity jaggedy. So. Yeah like the lightning one apparently it's like next level like next next level because that was in the uh what's the video game the Uh, one where you you like go to it's supposed it takes place like between the attack of the clones and oh uh, um, the third one like the jedi order or something like no oh the one the most recent one um yeah it's yeah uh, it's like red dead but it's a star wars game so many people are going to be losing it um as we're stumbling on the name here of this game (laughs) Um, should i look it up i don't want to look it up let's not look it up let's figure it out let's not look it up let's let's just think this one out um uh not the last jedi not the rogue one not the uh the jedi order i thought is that not it order of the jedi yeah it's something like that oh my god um god all my friends are gonna be like what the fuck dude all right i'm googling this i'm losing my mind did i fall in order oh my god yeah that's what i said yeah no you said order of the jet like jedi order no 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 all right fine whatever (laughs) whatever no (laughs) but yeah that one yeah yeah no that yeah it's it's actually similar to the black lightsaber in that game all right, all right. While we're on the topic, then while we're on the topic again, have you played the Casey Pal lacrosse video game? Did I play it? No, I have not played it either. I don't think it's worth the sixty or seventy bucks. No, but do you, we need we need uh, EA Sports dropping lacrosse? We need like a PLL twenty twenty two or something. I was actually reading about it um, a couple um, couple weeks ago because I was just like, why doesn't EA? make a game and especially with nil now we're going to be able to you know athletes are going to be able to make money off this stuff and we're getting a new ncaa football game which i'm so excited about i was thinking about getting uh ncaa 14 for xbox 360 to bring back to school with me and bring that would be fun yeah but the the price of that game is like 300 something dollars right now really you gotta create a alex moran and play as blue mountain State. yeah oh that was one thing i wanted to say yeah. And this can you could throw this in at any point in time, but yeah. playing club lacrosse is playing Blue Mountain State football. Yeah, and that is exactly that is. is how to describe it, and it is 
yeah, like that is the best way to describe it 100 you know oh my god just absolute chaos is the the best way and uh, i love that show man i'm re-watching right now like the coaches are in everything and yeah. that's kind of how it is in club too. Like the coaches are about it too. And yeah. like, where where are you watching it? Because it's not on Netflix anymore. It's on uh Prime. Prime? Okay. Do you have to buy it? Uh, you have to be like a Prime member. Oh, okay. Then that's that's totally. I'm gonna. Read. I don't even think I'm a Prime member. I think I'm not gonna lie. And I like you could put this in if you want. But I'm pretty sure just some somebody came over and and I let her log in, and I never logged her out, and I don't think I ever will, because. Oh jeez. Oh. I mean, like I'm not. I'm just watching all the free stuff. I'm not going to like yeah purchase anything. But yeah. like until that password gets changed, we're we're watching all the good shows. We can watch Suits, Blue Mountain State, like just some some classic ones. Jack Ryan, yeah. Jack uh, Ryan I, with uh John John Krasinski. John Krasinski. Lacrosse guy actually. Yeah. Yeah. Lacrosse guy. Yeah. So is Steve Carell from The Office. He's a lacrosse guy. A lot of lacrosse dudes out there. There's a lot of lacrosse guys out there. I'm I'm about 40% sure Tom Cruise played lacrosse at this Trinity school in Louisville. Really? But, you know, the other 60% is probably correct and I, I'm probably wrong on that. All but right. Tom Cruise, that man can do anything including entice you to join a cult. Where I mean yeah, we're talking – there's probably a lot of them out there that, that played lacrosse that you wouldn't think of. Like, I'm pretty sure OJ played lacrosse. You know, I'm just kidding. I don't think OJ played lacrosse. I don't think. No, but what's his face did – oh, my God. Football legend. Um, legend. Shoot. Um, Marty Mark. Marty Mark Wahlberg from Boston. Yeah, football legend. <laughs> football legend Mark Wahlberg. Uh, Is that not who you're talking about? That's the movie he was in. It was called Legend. No, it was called Invincible. Invincible. That's a classic Philly movie. Philly. Art Philly. You know what else? Yeah. Uh, do y'all, do they really say John like that? Yeah, John, J-A-W-N. That's a word. J-A-W-N. The, uh, the equivalent of the term JIT down yeah. in Florida. The equivalent of JIT. Um, I, I don't say John because I'm not from Philly and it's not really part of my vocabulary at all. And it just feels it feels like some like, you know, have you ever you've gone abroad, right? Yeah, yeah just a few yeah. times. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like the it's like that one kid or that one person who like starts picking up the accent like, like yeah. a week through. Like or the phrase or like the girl that uh, like comes back, like they go to Nashville and she comes back and like starts dropping like the country slang on everybody yeah or like yeah the kid who goes on an exchange and comes back with an accent like oh my god dude i love barcelona oh my god shut up Uh, shut up buddy no one cares nobody cares you say barcelona you're not you're not from fucking spain oh my god oh well i think that's a good point to to wrap yeah and and probably my rambling will you send it to me before you post it yeah yeah i don't want to like seem like a rambler no, you'll be fine. You're good. I was my ner- I was nervous. This is the first time, man. Um. Yeah. No. I, I think we had a you know great talk today. You know, it kind of went off the rails at the end. Yeah, it totally went off the rails. But but also I kind of like it. Yeah, that's that's what podcasts are for, man. Um. But thank you guys for listening. Uh, stay tuned for some more episodes coming up soon. We got some big guests lined up from, you know, other MCLA schools and maybe even. Some professional lacrosse guys. Um, thank you guys for listening. We'll see you guys next time. Yeah.